Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Wildcat Playbook right here at Beyond the Big Ten. Follow us at Beyond the Big Ten. We got you covered for all your college football all the season long. And also, we go beyond the game. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Let's bring in our co-host to talk about another Big Cats win. He is former Bears defensive end, former Northwestern Wildcats standout, West End Golf Club's very own, CHGO's very own, Corey Wooten. What's up, Corey? Joey, big win. Big win. You texted me. Uh, I don't even think I can say this on camera. You texted me something <laughs> basically stating that the Cats won, and let's go. Like, I can't, can't talk about all that. But it's you got a, it's me a curse word. Up. Curse word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to throw you under the bus because sometimes there may be some kids tuning in on this. I don't want, I don't want to throw that out there. When, you, when you're 18, huge win. kids. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But huge win for the Cats, Joey, especially after losing to Nebraska, what we thought was a must-win game. And when we're doing the, the wins and losses, this Maryland game looked like an L. Uh, Cats really came to play first half, second half, right? They're, they're, they're winning, I think it was like 27 to 13, I believe, or 14, or 17, sorry, rather. Um, just very consistent throughout the game, uh, especially with, without, without Ben in there. Uh, Sullivan, Sullivan held it down. I'm, I'm going to tell you that. He played well. Um, and how about Olsen, right? Four field goals. Four yeah. field goals. That's huge there. That helped clinch the game. Because you know in college football, sometimes the kicking situation is tricky. And we got the most from Olsen this week. Huge win for the Cats. They go four and four. Two more wins get them a bowl. And what we talked about with everything going off uh, off the field, with, with all the controversy, if they could get two more wins and go to a bowl, that would be huge for recruiting, especially after everything that went on. So that would be huge. Cats, 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 cats. Fourth cat for the fourth win of the season. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, unbelievable, man. Four and four now. Uh, they've picked up wins against Maryland and Minnesota, two teams that are still very much in, in the Big Ten West. And, oh, yeah, that's right, at four and four, Northwestern also still in the mix. And, look, Corey, I think it's time um, for a little transparency here. I have to be honest on this show specifically. I've been giving Brendan Sullivan a very hard time, um, and it isn't because I love Ben Bryant so much, but sometimes with the backup, you you see certain things and you see limitations and you get worried. But, man, let's be very fair. The dude was spinning it in the first half, and the mm-hmm. best part about this game, Corey, in my opinion, was that, look, Maryland comes down and scores. Northwestern punts, but I think it was on the very next drive, Bryce Gallagher gets that huge fumble, they cash in with that touchdown, and it was a little bit of off and running for this Northwestern Wildcats offense where you're seeing passes to Bryce Kurtz, a bomb to A.J. Henning in the second half. We'll get to mm-hmm. our boy Joseph Hyman getting out in open space, making another huge play. And, you know, Cam Porter uh, catching a touchdown, rushing in a touchdown. Look, man, the weapons were too much for this Maryland defense. To be very fair, this Maryland defense that's now allowed 97 points over the last three games but Corey, man, I, I yeah, right. But honestly, like you know, with Sullivan in there, I have to give him a lot of credit um, for a backup to come in and throw for two fifty plus like that, thirty plus points. Mm-hmm. Um, it's impressive, and that's the exact kind of game that you need when you go into an Iowa week, scoring thirty point plus points the week before. It's a great recipe to at least get started, right? It's a great recipe, and and I've, I've been hard on Sullivan a little bit too. But he was very consistent in this game. He was airing the ball out. He was very efficient. Didn't turn the ball over, right? That's the key when you talk about a backup coming in. Don't turn the football over. He was efficient with his feet, too. And and he's, like, kind of sneaky fast a little bit. He'll, he'll get on the edge a little bit. 
He had almost four yards a pop, 12, uh, 14 carries. He, he was our leader in the game in carries. Mm-hmm. But that, that's what he brings to the table, right? He's, he's, he's not going to burn you for a 100-yard run, but he, in doses, right? And, and it was great to see. I love how they mixed and matched, got Henning going. You talked about Hyman, right? That's a guy that needs to see more touches. He's explosive. He has that level of juice that not everybody on the team has. Maybe him and Henning are, are those, those two juice guys. Um, but it was great to see. Joey, talking about closing out a game, because this was a game where, where historically, right, Northwestern has had a lead, right? They're, they're up. And all of a sudden, Maryland comes back, and you're like, oh, no, is this going to be a game where, they, where they're going to blow the lead? But they finish the game. And I think that's the mark of a team that, that's improving, that's getting better, that's learning how to close out games. That's half the battle in this league, right? You can start fast, but you have to finish as well. And I loved how they finish in this game. Clinched it with the pick at the end. It's 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 huge for this Northwestern team, and I think they're just going to continue building momentum. Especially you talked about going in the Iowa game, playing at Wrigley Field. That's an awesome. I went to the game back in uh, 2011. Um, hopefully, it's not the same <laughs> result because yeah, they got they got they got mollywopped. But hopefully, it's a game <laughs> where they're reinvigorated, right? Because of this win, uh, they played tough in some games. And being at Wrigley Field, what an experience for a college football player. I wish we would have been able to do that when I was there. But I think it's going to bring a lot of fans because, let's be honest, the fan support last week bad. I, it's been brutal. I think there might have been more games at the Evanston Wildcats game. I, I, yeah. re- I really do. Um, it, it, it was bad for the fan support. So hopefully this week they'll be playing in front of a, a full crowd. You know Iowa's going to come out. They always come out to every game. So... This has been a rivalry game for, for Northwestern, but I think just, just the icing on the cake is the fact they finished this game, Joey. It, it, it makes everything that much better going into this week. It gives them a, a new level of confidence. It showed that they can get the ball to multiple weapons offensively to, to be able to limit their turnovers, to get to- turnovers defensively uh, mm-hmm. when, when the game mattered. That's huge for this team. Yeah, and Corey, I think what we've been asking for since the beginning of the season when honestly our expectations were pretty low is incremental progress on a week-to-week basis. And I think that we're seeing that. And you know what? If you want to say at the end of the season, you know, can we stick maybe with Coach Braun for the next year or two, he's making a very compelling case right now, Corey. And I think it's not so much in the wins and loss columns, but I think it's also part of this incremental progress that we're seeing on a week-to-week basis. And now they have some interesting matchups coming up, especially with Iowa coming up next week where, you know, let's keep it moving, right? I mean, two games to go to be bowl eligible. No one saw that coming. No one thought about that. And this is a different version of that comeback Cats mentality, and we're seeing it right now. Real quick, just on the Maryland game, Corey, um, we did here on Beyond the Big Ten, we did the Maryland show earlier, um, and the guys were saying – uh, the guys were a little surprised that the Northwestern Wildcats were getting after the quarterback a little bit. Um, Trey yeah. Watson, who, who does a great job on the other show, said uh, the Northwestern Wildcats, who only had ten sacks over their last ten games, uh, seven games, didn't even have sack dances prepared um, for the type of pressure wow. that they were getting in the backfield. And I thought that was pretty funny. But but let's be honest, was it a little more of that offensive line from Maryland, or do you see maybe some glimmers of hope, some sparks maybe coming from that defensive front? And, of course, the linebackers yeah. being led by Mueller and Gallagher. Yeah, they're the, Aiden Hubbard, right? He had three sacks yeah. in the game. That's huge. Any Anytime you could generate that type of pressure. And, hey, Trey Watson and the Maryland crew, chill out. Pump the brakes a little bit, all right? They're tough guys, all right? Come on. The thing is, y'all got the L. Take the L. Go back to College Park, all right? Come on, man. Nah, <laughs> I'm just messing. 
But, yeah, they, they showed out. Six sacks in a game. A team that struggled to generate pressure was huge for them. Um, I think if they can build off that going into the Iowa game, right? We know Iowa is going to run the football, but if they could be able to stuff that run, get them to have a uh, drop back, then all of a sudden we can dial up some of this blitz. Maybe Hubbard can have another huge game. Um, I think that would be huge um, for, for Northwestern. I think it just builds to the confidence. Anytime you have a big game when you've been kind of been struggling to do stuff, it just elevates your confidence. So I think – more than anything, right? They were able to get pressure. They were able to get turnovers against a very talented Maryland offense, right? This is a game where I thought Maryland will put up some crazy numbers. And, hey, Maryland had a good game, but not like we thought. So I think this mm-hmm. is a win for Northwestern defensively, win overall as a game, offensive defensively. I think this is their most complete game they played all year um, from start to finish, right? Being able to, to limit an opposing offense, to, to make turnovers when need to and limit your turnovers offensively. I think that's key for Northwestern. Yeah, you're bringing up a great point. And honestly, when you talk about the most complete game of the season, what better time, what better blueprint that you can put out there before you play Iowa than this type of game? And you mentioned Walsh banging through four field goals. You think we might be taking some field goal attempts in this Iowa game at Wrigley Field coming up? Uh, I think Definitely. that we would be. So to get that kind of confidence <laughs> going in all these different facets of the game, Let's be honest, it sets itself up pretty well for this matchup coming up. So, Corey, let's roll over to it. Iowa at Northwestern. Last year, look, man, they got the break speed off of them, right? I think it was 33-13, to 13, Wildcats lose. Um, over the last 10 matchups, I think it's 4-6. and six. I think Iowa's gotten six of the last 10 matchups against them. But we know this is going to be a low-scoring game, Corey. I mean, let's be honest here. Uh, Iowa's a five-point favorite, so what is it? Give us a key. What is the biggest key for the Northwestern Wildcats to keep it rolling Keep shocking the world a little bit and pick up a win against Iowa at Wrigley Field. So similar recipe this past week, limit the turnovers, right? Win the turnover battle. I think teams that can do that can win games, and I think that's what you saw from Northwestern. They played they played a pretty clean game offensively, right? This quarterback made plays, distributed the ball to multiple playmakers, love the efficiency offensively. So if they can do that, limit the turnovers, win the turnover battle, force Iowa to some turnovers – I was coming off a bad loss. That was a game, a low-scoring game, 12-10 to 10 they lost that one. Um, but, yeah, I think if you could limit the turnovers, I, I think, I think that would be huge for, for Northwestern. I was going to ask you, you kind of hinted at it a little bit, who do you think is actually the most explosive player on this team? Is it A.J. Henning or is it Joseph Hyman? Man, I, I think Hyman, close. man. I, I think I, 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 it's very close, right? But every time he gets the ball, like, Henning gets more targets, more touches – Hyman, like, I think if he got the same amount of targets and touches, I, I think he'd be even more effective. Like, he has a different level of juice, and especially those matchups. You, you look at now, like, him going one-on-one on a linebacker, good luck, right, That in space. that That's tough, right? There's not too many times where you see Henning one-on-one on a linebacker. It just doesn't happen. But running backs always go hand-in-hand with the linebacker. So if, if I were Northwestern, I'd try to exploit those matchups. Hyman one-on-one, Texas routes, out routes, wheel routes against a, a linebacker because I think that's really where he makes his mark. So get him more touches, but love the playmakers and, and him and Henning. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's fun to watch when they get the ball. So get them more touches as a whole. Re- really put those, those Iowa linebackers uh, on an island out there. I would love to see that. Um, on the other side of the ball, too, one of the quick keys I wanted to throw out there, too, as well as if you look at it, I mean, this isn't a big surprise for people that watch Iowa football, but they're only averaging 115 passing yards a game right now. 
And what do we say when coming into the season that one of the few stable aspects of any part of the Wildcats team was their secondary and their linebacking group? So I, I you know, yep. and now you all of a sudden you got the defensive line coming a little bit right now. So can they put it all together and can that secondary rise up to the challenge? Uh, to keep that number as low as it probably needs to be, and I think that's going to be another key to not only keep Northwestern in the game, but give them a shot to possibly come out and win. Uh, give us one more key, Corey. What's it going to take for uh, the Wildcats to upset Iowa? I, I think it comes down to stopping the run. That, that's key, right? Iowa, that's that's their bread and butter, right? Kirk yep. Ferentz, known for pumping out offensive linemen, running backs. That's the stable of their team. And I think that's why Minnesota was able to come come home victorious because they were able to stop that run. So Northwestern needs their best game in the box, right? If you have to put eight in the box, put eight in the box. I would allow them to beat me deep, right? Because Iowa usually is not known for their playmakers. You know, tight ends, that, that's their thing, right? Wide receivers, every now and again they have a playmaker. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put a lot in the box, and I'm going to say beat me deep. Right, I'm going to force them to pass the ball because so I think that the times that they've done that, Minnesota showed the recipe. Right, 12 to 10 game, and I think this could be one of those gritty games, and it might not be pretty, but if Northwestern could get a W in that by by forcing them to pass the ball, think about that, Joey. Five wins, and then and then all of a sudden you got you got to win one out of your out of your last three. That would be huge. Yeah, I got one more key to, for to you too as well. Season, you know. Yeah. Well, one more key with you real quick. You mentioned Wrigley Field. Uh, let's get a loud crowd, huh? Let's get a home crowd for, for once. I mean, look, <laughs> you mentioned it, man. The crowds haven't been great at these games. Um, and honestly, Wildcats fans are probably missing out a little bit. I, we talked about it. We understand why they're probably staying away this year. But at Wrigley Field, um, what better way to get loud and to support your team than right there in that moment? I, I'm going for that one for sure. And, Corey, man, look, if they get to five wins, not only that, but, like, man, Minnesota's five and three. Nebraska's five and three. Wisconsin's five and three. One of those two teams, and you bring Iowa back to the fold a little bit with their third loss. I mean, I you know dare to dream, right? But it just gets more interesting in a chaotic, <laughs> chaotic Big Ten West. Um, give us a final score, man. We haven't done this in a long time, but we're doing it this week. You got a final score? Who's yep. coming out with a win? Yep, I'm gonna say uh, I'm gonna be bold. Uh, like like on on your computer, right? The bold key. Uh, I'm gonna say twenty to seventeen. Northwestern. They get twenty right? on them. Wow. They get twenty on. They get twenty on them in the game. I, I think they built the confidence. I really I really think they need to exploit some of these matchups, right? I think Northwestern has some talented guys in Hyman and Henning. If if they can exploit them, get Cam Porter running the football, work the play action. Get Sullivan on the move if he's the quarterback again. It really showed that he can be efficient in there. I think if they can play similar offensively, I, I think this would be a great game for them. Uh, I think they're going to rise to the occasion. They always play against Iowa well. Joey, I told you this is the unwritten rivalry, Northwestern and Iowa. I know our rival is Illinois, um, but Iowa, year after year. Uh, I won four, four out of five years against them um, You know, ever since I got there, even before then. It's always been the unwritten rivalry. They have their pink locker rooms. It's at playing at Iowa. I hated, but now we're, we're at Wrigley Field, Chicago. I I think I would bet that they have a great crowd Northwestern this week because yeah. the thing is about Cats fans, right? They are a little fair weather at times. I, I can be honest with you, right? Bowl games, special games like this. When I went to the uh, the the Wrigley game back in 2010 or 2011, it was packed. A lot of Northwestern fans, so I think they're going to show out this week. There's definitely going to be a lot of Iowa fans, but I think 
just the atmosphere of playing at Wrigley is going to bring a lot of fans to the table. I think they're going to rise to the occasion. They get five wins, then they got to win one out of the last three to go bowling, and then have that perfect score. What is, what is a perfect score in bowling? What is it? Three hundred. Is it three hundred? Yeah, I think it's three hundred. Yeah, to get three. For me, it, for me, go. it's for me, it's one twenty. But I mean, other that's besides yeah. the point. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm gutter ball, gutter ball, gutter ball, and then it, then an ace. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we're a, a couple of gutter brothers here talking uh, talking ball. No, I'm not very good at bowling at all. Uh, yeah, Corey, I, I, I'm with you, man. I find the fact that you said that the bold prediction wasn't just the Wildcats winning. The bold prediction is that they get twenty. Uh, man, I think that's probably more bold than them picking up a win. Um, I'm going to go uh, a little bit lower than that. I was going to say something in the area of like 16 to 12. Like they don't allow Ooh. a touchdown, but four field goals, bend but don't break. Um, on those third downs, maybe the crowd gets a little into it, gets a little rally going. They stop them right when they need to. They're kicking field goals. Um, Iowa's cool doing it because the game is so close. And maybe just that one touchdown in the game is probably going to be the difference between a win and a loss. Um, I think whoever maybe gets two touchdowns in this game probably comes out the other end um, victorious. So, I mean, we're both picking the Cats to win. Why not, man? Yeah. The momentum is there. Exactly. Um, the confidence is there. The progress that we've asked for, we've seen. And, uh, yeah, man, that's where we're landing. Real quick before I let you go uh, here on uh, Wildcat Playbook, um, your thoughts on the unis this last weekend? I like them, man. Yeah. The, I think you like the helmets? You know, yeah, it's like um, a, the matte helmet. I do. Yeah. I do. Mm -hmm. the, th the thing is, Joey, it, it kind of stinks because after you leave, they have the great facilities, they have the great uniforms, <laughs> they're sponsored by Under Armour, they get the best of everything. You know yeah. what? I just it, it just it just makes me upset. You know, it makes me very salty. Um, you know, it, did you it, just it really get a? Does. I'm, I'm gonna be did you just get like? Did you just get a food punch card when you were going there? Is that like are we going old school with this? Like a food punch card? And exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> It's the whole bit. Training table, you know, our, our, our little facility by the uh, football stadium. Now they have f full views of Lake Michigan, yeah. and they have these relaxation rooms and, you know, all this stuff. We didn't have that. But, uh, hey, you know, I'm, I'm just a little salty because they have the best of everything, Joey. But, you know, back in my day, you know, I sound like old yeah. man. Back in my day, uh, mm -hmm. you know, what we did, what we did is we worked hard, you know. And, and we didn't rely on all these relaxation rooms. You know what we did when we want to relax? We go back to our dorm room, we take a nap. That's what we did, Joey. I'll tell you what. <laughs> we practiced but, in yeah. the snow with no shoes on, and we paved yeah. the way for you youngsters right now. Exactly. We wore Adidas. And uh, yeah, I'm sorry, no disrespect to Adidas, but I, I still got foot problems from them shoes, man. <laughs> but, yeah, no, it's – it's uh. It's it's awesome to see like the the different combo of jerseys. Not only Northwestern, but every every college uh, team around around the nation. You know, and it, it's it's becoming awesome to see. And I think it's good for the recruiting, right? The fact that you can mix and match different uniforms and things of that nature. So it, it it's good to see. And and hopefully hopefully they'll come out with some crazy uniform this week. I'm looking forward to seeing what they what they bring what heat they bring this week. Right? Be be like I like my coffee bold. All right. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect time to do it. 
Uh, Corey Wooten here. He's saying Cats win. He's calling 20 points versus Iowa. I love it. This enthusiasm. We're riding the wave right now after a really tough start to this Wildcat season, and I hope you're riding with us all the way through. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to the Wildcat Playbook right here at Beyond the Big Ten. Follow us at Beyond the Big Ten on any platform, on all your socials. Make sure you check out the rest of the episodes on this feed here. Uh, keep in mind, we've got you covered for all the college football and college basketball this season. And if anything else, we always just try and go beyond the game to give you the great perspectives that Corey Wooten, my man, former Bears defensive end, former Northwestern Wildcats standouts bringing to the table. My name is Joey Christopoulos. Go Cats. Let's keep the upset train rolling. Let's go to Wrigley. Let's have ourselves a nice little time, and let's see, uh, let's see if we can come back and talk about another victory right here on the Wildcat Playbook. 